Hello and welcome to Who's He, the Doctor Who podcast with me, Phil. And me, Paul. And on this week's show, we'll be continuing the retrospective of Series 5 with a look back at Flesh and Stone. Uh, but first, how have you been, Paul? Yeah, you're a bit, okay. Yeah, now... Tired. You're, you're a bit tired, aren't you? Yes. Um, I'm just going through my, one of my bouts of not sleeping. Oh dear, oh dear. So, so folks, if you, if you hear the sound of snoring midway through this podcast, you know that Paul's finally catching up on his sleep. Even we don't find our own podcast that... <laughs> I was going to say, if it worked like that. <laughs> yeah, even we can't start awake during our own recordings. That's how bad it is. Oh, well, should we, just, should we get onto the news before you uh, got your wee willy winky hat on and your, <laughs> your little... I'm already ready. Nice. <laughs> You're not any candle to take you to bed. <laughs> right, okay. Right, well, first things first in the news. Um, it's been announced that there will be a little preview of this of this year's Christmas special in uh, this year's Children in Need. Um, obviously, at the moment, we don't know at what point in proceedings that will uh, that will be appearing, but I suppose amongst all the dancing and singing news readers and uh, DIY SOS stuff, um, somewhere amongst all that, there's a little sneak peek of uh, this year's Christmas special. Which it's getting lower and lower rent, isn't it? It is, that, yeah, Children in Need is... These special stuff. I mean, well, going back to when we were talking about and we did the commentary to the five doctors yeah. the other week. And that was actually the whole hour and a half was in the one of the first, was it the third children in need or something? Something like that, wasn't it? Yeah. It was an oh, Doctor Who. Yeah. And then sort of we've had, you've actually had them doing special bits they've recorded. Yeah. For it. And now we're just getting sneak peeks. Effectively the Christmas trailer. Didn't we get that. Um couple of years back with the next doctor it'll be three years ago now actually but uh yeah i think so would last year i think they just showed the christmas trailer as well oh, you know i can't remember about last year yeah you could... they come out and actually said that it's just gonna be yeah that's it um, that's it yeah. yeah so but if anyone wants to know uh children need is friday the 18th of november um it starts on uh, BBC One and BBC One HD at 7.30pm. Um, and this is not to knock any of the causes, it's just... Oh, no, it's not. Um, it's, it's just the, the fact you have to sit through a lot of tosh, really, to, to, to raise... It's a very, very good cause, a very worthwhile charity, but you do have to sit through a lot of tosh um, to raise the money. to do it, to sit through. <laughs> Yes, he lasted 10 hours, 15 minutes. Yeah, indeed. Oh. I'm amazed. It's just... Uh, it, well, I think, I think half the problem is... It, I mean, I, this is completely unrelated to Doctor Who, but the whole problem with children need any of these sort of telephone things now. You haven't got those um, those sort of show-busy stars anymore. Because remember back to children need, you, you had different stars popping in and out. Probably not widely known outside the UK, but probably very well known on... on Sort of British television, a lot of like comedy actors and um, showbiz celebrities, but there isn't that whole showbiz thing has sort of died out now, hasn't it? Yeah, so that, I mean, that, as you say, the singing and dancing newsreaders, exactly. Now, yeah, that, the highlights. Yeah, and that that's the highlight. <laughs> oh dear, yeah, leave me out, thanks. So now I should donate some money, but please don't make me watch <laughs> a lot of what goes on. It's rubbish. Anyway, um, I'm going to get pilloried for this, and I. 
It is though. I'm sorry. It is. I know it's all for a good cause, but for God's sake, come up with something a bit more original than um, newsreaders singing something from whatever the latest musical is in the West End. What was it? I think it was um, Mamma Mia last year, wasn't it, or something like that? Or make it a, a proper show or something. It's just tends to get caught between two, doesn't it? Where it's not actually anything that naturally you'd actually want to watch. No. No, that's um, right. It's not, actually. Um, and to be quite honest, I'm not even sure if I'll watch it just to get a sneak peek at Doctor Who Christmas special. Yeah, which you know is going to be on the website. Yeah. So, Straight yeah. afterwards, anyway. But there but you yeah, go. I mean, yeah, yeah. like I say, in the, in the days when they used to actually do something... Um, special for it. Mm. A lot of it in how is not something that's being done actually particularly for that. No, you, oh, I don't know. It just a uh, to me, it just seems a lot of uh, sort of celebrity back patting, really. Those sort of evenings, but oh well. Um, should, should we move on before we <laughs> before we lose all of our listeners? Having a go at charity there. Oh right, okay. Um, Save Doctor Who Confidential. Um, so let's news on that. The petition was counted on uh, Friday the 28th of October. And it would... I don't know if it has been sent uh, to the BBC Trust, but I know it will certainly was going to be sent sort of fairly shortly after the count was taken. Uh, now, looking at the petition website, they have taken... Uh, 54,426 signatures, which is absolutely... About BBC Three's <laughs> yes. viewing figures. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> the I've... Entire, entire viewing audience of BBC Three have signed. Yeah. I th- well, actually, I think that, that is quite a healthy, healthy um, amount of signatures, to be honest. That really is. Uh, I think they should be... Uh, whoever the, the person is who kicked this off should be sort of very proud of themselves. Uh, yeah, so it's been, hard to believe it's been running a month. It opened on September the 28th. Doesn't, yeah. seem, doesn't seem that long, really, does it? Well, yeah, yeah, I suppose it's right. It's coming up to a month since the end of the series. Yeah. Last series, so... Yeah, that's, uh, that's incredible. Yes, so um, there we go. There we go. I think the... You can still add your name to the petition if you if you so wish. Um, so yeah, so it's sort of fifty four thousand and, and counting. Still really. watch BBC Three if you so wish. Yes, indeed, indeed. There's not a lot on there to be honest. I, no, so someone did. Um, I've come it was a couple of weeks ago now. Um, said that a oh, well done to BBC Three for its original programming with Top Gear USA. Yeah. Yes, which I thought was... Uh, so was, it was their, 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 and, and Family Guy, which tends to be their staple. Family Guy Repeat and... Uh, the Extenders that's been on BBC One yep. earlier in the evening. Yep, uh, what and else Family you, Guy. Family Guy. Not Family Guy. No, course, I, no I, I love Family Guy. Uh, what's the else uh, they show? Oh, American Dad as well. Yeah. Yeah. But it's not new stuff that they're doing themselves, is it? No, it's not. Not by any stretch of the imagination. So. Oh, yeah, so... Uh, Mm. So carry on, carry on the good fight, people. So that's uh, that's so. If there's any more news on that, we shall uh, we shall bring it to you. Even though you probably read it before we bring it to you anyway, but we we shall go through the motions. Uh, now further to last week, what we talked when we talked about 
Some comments made by Matt Smith uh, on his future on at, uh, at Doctor Who. Um, there's been some more sort of stuff that sort of come around. Um, he's given an, an interview to the Press Association where um, he sort of counters the rumours um, that he's leaving or he's thinking of leaving. Um, he, does, he does actually say, yes, he's staying either, but... Um, it's, well, he didn't it's, actually it's, say, yes, I'm leaving, did he? No, so, he didn't. So but it, to say, yeah. <laughs> indeed, it's, it's difficult to actually sort of put, for me to put this into words, really, because it's, it's neither one thing or the other. It's, um, I'm already said, and to sort of, uh, sort of uh, directly quote what he said here, uh, we work very long hours every day for nine months. The schedule is pretty brutal, but I never complain about it. I love playing this role, and I don't want to give it up any time soon. So... Make out that not what you will. Time, not in the next year, anyway. Exactly, exactly. Um, we all know that Moffat has got uh, some big, big plans for the 50th anniversary, which we, I think we talked about last week anyway. Um, so maybe regeneration is part of it. Who knows? It's, it's one of those stories, though, that just likes, gets to run, isn't it? That, you know, you, you can say one thing one week oh. and then that's news and then... Oh, no, that's... So what... I never quite said it like that and that's news, so... Yeah, it's it's one of those things that I think it sort of really started more or less as soon as... I mean, it, we all know, as soon as a new actor takes on the role of, of the Doctor, straight away, but when you're leaving... Yeah. You know, he's, he's not yet completed his first series. He's always going to leave uh, and thought, oh, for God's sake, give the give the guy a chance. But if, if he does three series, I mean, great. You know, he's um, that's as many as Tennant. Yeah. And it's never been something, I mean, Tom Baker apart, that people have um, spent years doing. No, it's not. So... I think people do tend to forget that, actually. Um, Yeah. I think they just tend to... I I don't know if it's just sort of... It's the sort of trick of the mind, really, the sort of memory um, sort of just does play tricks on you. Because when I was sort of in my teenage years, it was sort of really... I say teenage, sort of... When did uh, Davison? I was about eleven or twelve years old when Davison took over. Um, again, it just seemed he's, he was in the role a lot longer than he was. Yeah. And the same, the same for Colin Baker, actually. But um, but then again, he did have a little bit of, a, of, of there was a bit of like a, a forced hiatus there, wasn't there? With his doctor, because uh, yeah. Michael Graves wanted yeah, to yeah, kill yeah, it yeah, off, didn't he? If you're going to include it off air time, Sylvester McCoy's. <laughs> Well, yeah, he, he actually played the long. The yes, he did actually. Probably the longest-serving doctor then, really, wasn't he? Uh, no, I don't think that counts, does it? I bet everyone said, "No, no, it's canon." <laughs> because he carried on in the not in the uh, in the uh, New Adventures novels, didn't he? Mm. Yeah, which I've yeah. never read. I've never read any of them, to be honest. No, no, I haven't got. There's not enough hours in the day to start reading Doctor Who novels as well. Really oh, I'm getting there. I'm, I'm oh, yeah. finding more hours than <laughs> Oh, you never know. One of them might send you to sleep. You never know. Right, a final bit of news then, um, before Paul does doze off. Uh, just a little bit of news about the soundtrack to, uh, to Series 6. It will be released in the UK on the 5th of December. So again, just in time for Christmas. Uh, all, all I can sort of get at the moment is actually a two-disc set as well and 
Unfortunately, there is no track listing as of yet, um, but it is available to pre-order on Amazon. Right. Yeah. So that, that's. Do you think there's going to be any music from the Christmas? From the Christmas special. Yeah. Hmm. Which may be why they're trying for. I suppose it. Didn't the um, give out sooner or later? Is it? Didn't actually didn't didn't last year's Christmas special get its own release? Probably. I must have. I've never. I haven't actually. I've only actually bought one soundtrack. That was that was the um, series three, but um, I haven't bought any of the others. So I don't really pay too much attention to it. Yeah, I mean, I was going to say. I mean, as much as we've talked about the music and how well it is, I'm not quite sure it's something that I'd find myself. No, there's listening to. No, there's probably only like a couple of yeah. There's a couple of tracks I'd probably want to download, but I, I couldn't say so I want to listen to every a double single... disc. No, exactly. Yeah, as, as I say, there's just a couple of pieces of music which I. I'm particularly fond of, and that's about it. And that's the same with any soundtrack album or whatever, isn't it? Yeah, it is actually. Um, it's like the um, one of sort of one of my favourite soundtracks is the one to um, Good, the Bad, and the Ugly. Yeah, but I always skip through to Ecstasy of Gold. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's not actually. I mean, yeah, as good as any Morricone isn't is any one better? No. Um, there's there's some stuff of theirs that you wouldn't necessarily sit down and think to yourself, oh, I'm going to enjoy this for this evening. No, that's it. Yeah, I'll put that CD on. Nah, I've never, I don't think I've ever done that. But as I say, I, I've always skipped through, through to individual tracks. Yeah, um, and that's probably all I, would, all I would do if I was to. And that, actually, that's all I've done with um, the, the the soundtrack to series three. I just skip through to certain tracks, and that's it. Um, I do skip through quite a lot of it. I know Series 3 is sort of like the... Um, I think a lot of people would rather forget um, most of the stories from that season. Um, but then again, it did give us Utopia, and that's probably where a lot of it I'd, I'd listen to. Hmm. Actually, it's the centre for that particular episode. But there we go. There we go. Right, shall we just call it a day on the news? I think, we'll, I think we're done, aren't we? Yes, I think we've eaten th- it out as far as we can. I think we can, yes. I think we've, we've stuck. That's another news uh, item stumbled through, folks. So, without further ado, that was the news. Okay, it's time to get cracking with our uh, continued retrospective of Series 5. And uh, this week's uh, little retrospective, we'll be looking at Flesh and Stone. Um... So, what, what, looking back on it, Paul, what did you, what, what, what is your opinion of this story now? Um, pretty much the same as it was at the time, which is actually this is one of the few two parters that actually completely worked. Yeah, it's one and two. Yeah, that, that you've echoed my sentiments exactly there. Um, it was, yeah, it, it didn't fall foul of the the weak second part, did it? No, or. Having or actually have bearing no relation to the first part as some of them do. Yes, yeah, com- yeah, completely the same characters, but the st- usually story's gone somewhere totally different, hasn't it? Whereas this actually was it their does, continued escape. Yeah, it does actually. Yeah, I'm, I mean, um, impossible astronaut day of the moon. I'm looking at you uh, for that. Actually, this. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, it continued directly on from how it ended last week, um, with a a pretty good resolution to the uh, to the cliffhanger. 
which was the, for, for those of you who have forgotten, it was uh, the Doctor shooting at the Gravity Globe. Yes. Um, no, I'd actually forgotten he, he, he used the, the ship's gravity that, or, uh, that was still working at the time yeah. as well. Um, I completely forgotten about that until I watched it again today. But if I mean, it, which actually you don't realise is actually the, the payoff at the end, isn't it, as well? So Yeah. That's it. It was... Um, I, I don't know if there's anything that... Um, I seem to remember at the, the, the time so there was some sort of certain dissent about this particular episode, but I can't. I can't remember what the not not from me, um, but I, I can't remember what there were some people not quite happy with the with the resolution, and they were they were quite um, sort of annoyed that they ruined the mystique of the angels because you saw them move. Oh yeah, I remember that and the sound and yeah, whatever. Which, uh, to a certain extent, partly. But then, actually, when you've actually gone to the point of actually having them, people, the makeup that well. I mean, it, and it wasn't as in that they was moving while people were watching them. No. I it's mean, just going on the idea of be- previously up to that point, they'd gone on the basis that the camera was watching them. Hadn't that's they? right, yeah. So if you was watching them through the TV, they wasn't moving sort of thing. But of course, with Amy stumbling around with her eyes shut, then um, yeah, they could move. They could move, indeed. Um, I have to say that's probably the weakest part of the the episode. Oh yeah, why, why is that? What makes you what the whole stumbling around with your eyes shut? Yeah, like, like film and, her out of Scooby Doo. Realise that she wasn't able to look at them on the basis that if they could make her count backwards. They was that far in in her head. They'd know she'd have she had her eyes closed. Well, I was that was the whole thing, though, wasn't it? Is the fact that she closed her eyes, shut That's them off from the outside worlds. Yeah, so they 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 longer sort of had that had that hold over her. But it was um, actually I, I I didn't mind it as such. Um, but if we, if we just sort of go back to the when they just got inside the ship, when they had to escape out of the. Uh, the first sort of tunnel they were in. Yeah. Um, I thought that was well done as well with with the, the angels just getting in through the hatch. Yeah. It was sort of, it, again, it was just sort of that um, quick flash and one was, the, like, it was open and then flash, there was one in the doorway, then flash, they were actually inside. And yeah. I thought that was that was really effective. Yeah. Especially the one when it was, it was, just, it was just like crawling into the hatchway. I thought that looked really, really good because, again, it was so brief. Yeah. And and the lighting was was great as well. It just looked really good. No, I mean that's actually the fact of it is the f- they have been so well shot as well, haven't they? Oh yeah. To get the the impact from them. I mean, again, it was the whole thing through um, when they were sort of appearing in the forest as well. It looked absolutely fantastic. Yeah, it really did. Again, it was all down to the lighting, just sort of coming around the trees and everything. It, it looked really, really good. Um, and apparently, it was filmed in the Forest of Dean, or certain parts of it was filmed in the Forest of Dean. Um, right, which would explain why it looked because it obviously didn't. Obviously, some of it must have been um, sort of filmed in a in a studio for certain things, but it it probably it does explain a lot why it does look so such a bloody good set. Yeah. It's just a good idea as well, wasn't it? Yeah. 
you know, you know, a forest giving you that that what produces the oxygen. It's yeah. a great idea, you know, um, and very green as well. <laughs> yeah, I mean, getting back to the, and let's keep jumping back to the, to when they're first in the ship mm. and he's doing the door, and he says the, um, bishop says to River Song. That sounds like a joke, don't it? <laughs> song. song. Um, do you trust him? She says, I absolutely trust him. Yeah. Because he he's not just a madman. She says, I absolutely trust him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did make me laugh. That, that was probably one of those laugh outlines of that. This well, there, there was a sign that's been reasonably serious and very yeah. tense. Well, there was, there was one line that made me laugh was when, um, when the doctor was talking to Angel Bob, when he was just, Oh, did, did we tell we've got comfy chairs? Yeah. Um, that wasn't like made me laugh. It was sort of when he told Bob to get a life. Yeah, and it said, "Oops, sorry about that as well." <laughs> I thought that, I just thought that was a nice little. I just thought it was a great little line that one. I, I missed that the first time round, um, but yeah, I did like that. I thought it was good. Um, and again, it was, it was the whole thing of the Doctor just sort of um, more or less sort of challenging the angels a little bit. He was sort yeah. of he was sort of daring them to have a, have a go, wasn't he? To to a certain degree. But actually, realizing he didn't hold any cards at that stage. No, he didn't. None whatsoever. Everything was uh, stacked in the angels' favour. Yeah, why he was laughing at them for saying, "I got him to say comfy chair." Yeah. They're getting Amy to count down. Yeah, see. So it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sort of. Who was winning that argument? Brilliant. <laughs> Yeah, I just thought, yeah, again, it was sort of, um, at least they managed to get, a, a, we said this last week, a, a recurring monster to look as, as maybe sort of more menacing than they were the first time you saw them. Yeah. Um, but do you think they could do anything with them again? Um, I suppose so, in the right circumstances. I mean, the fact is, actually... He's not actually worked out how to defeat them yet. No. I mean, all, he, all he's done this time, he's made them fall into a crack in time, which... Yeah, I mean, had, had the crack not been there... Yeah. ...on the ship... He was pretty much beaten, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah. He had no actual solution, other than they actually brought their own demise on themselves. Yeah. Um, I mean, all the, all the clerics were disposed of. Yeah. Um... And actually, I'm watching it sort of again today. I thought it was a shame that um, Bishop Octavian didn't make it because yeah, I thought he was quite a good character. Yeah, I think that was a very power. That was a very powerful scene. Oh, what again, the um, what the um, when the, the angels got yeah the bishop was sort of round the neck, round the yeah. throat. We were going to say yeah, that was a good scene. And then you just as he as the doctor goes off, you can hear the crack, can't you? Yeah, of his neck broken. Which yeah. Is, um, again, powerful without actually having to show anything. That's it. Um, you just need again. It's all down to sort of sound effects and your own imagination. Yeah, and we, the and that build up of the story that you know exactly what's happened the minute the doctor moves away. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was it was a very very good. Scene. And again, it was just um, it was very well acted by Matt Smith and Ian Glenn. I thought it was really really good. Yeah, really good. Um, it's just good to see Ian, because Ian, Ian Glenn's not a, a bad actor, but he, he has appeared in some um, some rubbish, actually, 
It's a no. I'll be of like Resident Evil films. They are and they are just rubbish of the highest order, but they keep making them. Um, and he, he was in, I can't remember, two or three. I think he was. I can't remember which one it was now. Um, yeah, it was. It wasn't very good. <laughs> and wasn't he in the Tomb Raider film as well? Wasn't he? Was he? Oh, yeah, yeah, know. yeah, yeah. I've, I've never actually seen it, but uh, yeah. So I'd say a good actor, but. Um, been in some tosh, but anyway, um, not that he sounds like his career's been stereotyped. No, it hasn't actually. No, he has played some diverse stuff. I mean, I think, um, I think the last thing I saw him on the BBC was uh, Kidnapped, you know, the old um, Scottish, yeah, uh, Robert Louis Stevenson story, um, yeah, because he played Alan Breck in that, so you know, actually, he was quite good in that, actually, now because I seem to remember, but uh. As I say, good actor, but he has, he has appeared in some in some rubbish, unfortunately. Pays the rent. It pays the rent, indeed. Indeed, you can't knock someone for doing that, can you? Um, can you imagine if we all had someone following us around while we, <laughs> after, after we've done... Hard day's work, so, yeah. Well, I, I don't know, really. You think you could have done that a bit better while <laughs> doing this. And that was a complete waste of time. Hang on, I do get that. It's, it's called having a director, isn't it? <laughs> Uh, anyway, never mind. Never mind about we, we don't discuss our personal lives on here, do we? <laughs> no, it's uh, anyway. Getting back to the uh, getting back to the story, um, I actually did think that um, Karen Gillan was rather good because I do seem to remember a lot from series five of her sort of doing the, the you know that wide eyed look. Yeah. A lot of the time. Um, <laughs> Probably because she had to have her eyes shut. Probably yes. Yeah, she use other parts of her face. What? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I just thought she was really good. It's like the bit when she just sort of um, just they get in the forest, and she just sort of curls up yeah. on, on that sort of moss-covered sort of, um, sort of I don't know, it was like a stone or a rock or a, a, a tree trunk or whatever. Um, I thought she was absolutely brilliant. Now, people said you know she wasn't that not that great an actress, and I, I, I sort of beg to differ on that. Yeah, to be honest, I really do. I, yeah. thought she, I thought she was very good in that. So yeah, it's um, and again, I thought um, that that whole scene where the, the doctor leaves her there, but then you get the future doctor comes back. Yeah, as well. Which probably the first time of watching didn't realise. Now I, I and this is and probably is the whole thing about now why when anything happens in an episode, no, everybody's saying. Is that going to be relevant? Is that going to be relevant? I know absolutely everything. I know um, the thing. Actually, the thing was, I did actually um, notice on the first, the first time I watched it. <clears throat> excuse me, the first time I watched it, um, that I saw the Doctor had his jo- his jacket on, and my initial thought was, "Oh, continuity error." Um, but then you, I looked a bit closer, and it's very difficult to see, but you can see it's a different tweed. And I did actually notice that at the time, and I I didn't think it was a future doctor or anything. I did, I just thought it was a bit hmm. So there's obviously something more to it. Hmm. And that was a future doctor or a past. It could have been anything, really, couldn't it? But I think most people who, who at the time see it, I seem to remember, just thought it was a continuity error. Yeah. And um... actually, going back to. Um... And those that and those that said, "Oh no, this is going to be something," were 
pretty much like, oh, God, the conspiracy theories of Doctor Who fans again running rampant on the forums. Yeah. <laughs> but actually, I think people got that one, well, they did get that one, people who noticed right, didn't yeah. get it right, yeah, you know, for, you know, for once. Um, and then, then that's sort of gives, that's given everyone license now to to run off with everything else. Yeah, that's it. Um, the slightest bit well, of dialogue that doesn't match up now is, oh, well, do you think that's because? Well, yeah, so, well, quite clearly it is, you know. It's, yeah. <laughs> get people so sure of themselves, don't you? But um, it's quite funny sometimes. Um, not, not that we've ever done that. Oh, course. no, of course not. Of course not. <clears throat> no, no, not at all. Um, actually, there's one, there's one thing that's still puzzled me, and it's going back to... Um, Going back to the eleventh hour, because the whole this whole thing with the future Doctor turn up with his tweed jacket, um, and obviously that that comes into play at the end of uh, end of this series. Yeah, but going back to the eleventh hour when um, Amelia is sitting on on her suitcase in the garden waiting for the Doctor to return. Before it goes to him re- returning, sort of you know twelve years later, whenever it was. Um, she sits in the she sits in the garden and she hears the TARDIS. Do you remember that? Because she looks up at the sky and smiles. You can hear the TARDIS. But when it gets to the end, at the uh, at the Big Bang, she's asleep in the gun. The doctor, the doctor takes her indoors, and that's when he tells the thing. Oh, well, obviously that's where I'll oh, remember what I told you when you were seven. Yeah, comes into play in, but um. Again, I don't know if I maybe I'm quite sure that's what happened. I'm gonna to have to watch the limp there again. No, though, I can't remember. That. It's a long time even since we've done it as part of this retrospective. Oh no! Oh no! Um, maybe if any listeners out there would would care to write, please somebody write into us. We don't get any. Uh, <laughs> we've uh, how many? Um, we haven't got any friends. No, we have got no friends. Um, <laughs> no, we've, we've had we've had two lots of feedback, haven't we? Two emails. Yes. Since we started, yeah, we were grateful for them. We were very grateful for them, but you know. Um, Please, the, the little um, message goes at, at the end of this end of the podcast each week. So, I mean, please um, do do. Um, Is it in a possible feel? Yeah. <laughs> please do do contact us if you, if you want to. Um, and again, if you can't be bothered to wait to the uh, to the end of the end of the podcast, <laughs> you can't be bothered to, to listen to the rest of the podcast. No, no, if you can't be bothered. Um, our email address is feedback at who's hyphen he dot co dot uk. So there you go. Um, Anyway, <laughs> it's just a little trick, though, is it, to get people to listen to the end of the podcast? <laughs> no, I don't think that's going to work. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, so um, now obviously this is we, we already talked about the crack, and obviously last week's episode, that, that I think it was the only episode not to feature the crack, wasn't it? In in this series. Uh probably. Yeah, not as in. Yeah, I'm trying to think now. Yeah, there's there's been one in every single episode so far. But, yeah. Um, but obviously not last week. Leading up to this this two no. part story, there was uh, there was nothing. So, um, but I can't remember if it's in next week's episode or not. Oh well, we'll, we'll soon find out. But it wasn't. But yeah. it wasn't in last week's one. So obviously you get. I can't remember it being in Vincent and the Doctor unless it's right at the end, where it's just used in the TARDIS. Uh, could have been. Can't remember now. I can't remember. We'll, we'll find out. We will find out when we get to the space chicken. So, yes. um, yeah. So anyway, yeah. So getting back to um to that, and it's actually sort of dealt with quite 
sort of up front as well. This I've forgotten how up front it, it was actually dealt with because it was it was sort of they saw the crack and the doctor was straight in there, wasn't he? Yeah. Because uh, all up up to this point, there'd been no he hadn't seen it again since the eleventh hour. No. So I thought that was. Or is it the first time when he actually realizes there is actually? This is the first episode that he realizes there's something more going on. Yeah. Than just a series of unrelated incidents. That's it. Um, and of course, at the end, he realizes that it's all around Amy. That's it. Um, and he's also. Sort of try. He sort of brings about the thing about the you know, the the duck pond, but there's no duck. She doesn't remember the Daleks. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it, it, that's this is the episode where it all starts. People to, don't remember the Cyber King, and that's it. Um, but actually, I think a lot of people are trying to forget the Cyber King. <laughs> yeah, 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 I don't think they don't remember it. I just managed to blank it out of their. <laughs> oh dear. I, <laughs> Maybe one day we'll get around to doing a, retro, a retrospective, or I don't think we're gonna uh, do. An we audit. are trying to feed that into a crack at the moment. We are, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I don't, I don't know if we'll ever get round to. I mean, we'll probably get around to doing a retrospective on it, but I don't think we'll, we'll ever do an audio commentary because um, we find doing audio commentaries on on uh, New Who rather difficult, don't we? We don't find it that easy, do we? <laughs> no. <laughs> No, no. <laughs> uh, I don't, I, no, we do. We do something a lot of difficulty with with uh, the new who stuff. So um, I don't think we'll ever, ever get around to doing all the commentary. But oh dear, well that that well that was an episode that was um, again. People were just sort of think, oh, this could it's a future doctor and all that, and it was such a disappointment. It really was. So that's why, I, and the whole Cyber King thing was. Just bloody ridiculous, but anyway. anyway we're not reviewing that. Oh no, I'm sorry. I just went off. off on just, just the mention of the cyber cube. <laughs> just trying to exercise it from. This. I was. I just want all the things to bring up that the human race have forgot. You have to mention the cyber king. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Um, I'm actually surprised that um, they they did in this series as well because they haven't really referred back. To the um, tenant stuff, have they? Uh, no, not no. They haven't really, have they? Try to get as much of a clean break as they can. Hmm. I mean, if anything, they've they've sort of gone to the um, the you know the classic series, yeah. haven't they? For for points of reference. reference. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's right. Actually, yeah, it's bizarre. But uh, but you can pick a. Episode like that. Oh well, never mind. <laughs> we'll get over it. Um, yeah, now obviously, um, actually, one thing I, I did notice there was, there was an ex EastEnders actor in this story. Um, well, that was one, one of the the, uh, the clerics, Pedro, uh, right. the one of the sort of the last clerics that that wanders. That it was the the black guy, the one that wanders into the. Uh, so a good look at the at the uh, at the crack in time, um, and he played the actor's called Mark Monero, um, and if, if he, if he played Steve. It was back in the sort of eighties. He was in EastEnders. I don't know if you can remember it or not. <laughs> that, that, that definitely has, has been erased from my memory. No, I'm, unfortunately, I was, I was I was still living at my, at my parents when because uh, I've only been about what. 
1920, I suppose, when uh, at that particular point, I think when he was in EastEnders. So uh, yeah, it was it was always on, unfortunately. So <laughs> yeah, that's how I just remember silly little things like that, anyway. But uh, uh, there you we could go. have come to social services. I, I could have done, yeah. <laughs> Having a pill for you and children in need. As long as I have to sit through any bloody newsreaders dancing, I'll... <laughs> just, just ten p a week saves Phil from EastEnders. <laughs> I don't actually think being made to watch uh, EastEnders counts as abuse. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> and it's not. It's not up there. It's not one of the main ones. But <laughs> no, no. I think it's there. <laughs> it is definitely there. Um, Anyway, um, where did we get up to? I can't remember. Um, 1980 something. No, something, yeah. XC Stenders actors. Um, anyway, uh, we, we, we digress. And... We digress? Oh, yeah, we, yes, yeah, we do. Um, now, skipping to the, um, to the end a little bit, there was... This, this is the bit that made everyone sort of, oh, this has sort of ruined the episode, and there is... Amy throwing herself at the doctor. Yeah. Um, now we, we've never really spoken about this in any great length, anyway, have we? So, um, no. what what did you what what look sort of re- looking at it now? What what do you think of it? Um, I think that they ob- he obviously wanted to get it. Set in stone, this is not the eleventh doctor does not look at his companions in any sort of way yeah. of a sexual nature. Yeah. Um and I think because we'd sort of had the with Rose and David Tennant, the tenth doctor being are they, aren't they gonna get it on? And then Martha being the um, unrequited love, yeah. Interest. I think this was him. This was Stephen Moffat just totally saying, "Look, this doctor does not have any. Does not look at his companions at all in this way." No. Which I think a lot of people were calling out for, weren't they? I think so. Well, I certainly felt that way. Well, obviously, obviously, um, he's setting up the romance with the Doctor and River Song, anyway. Yeah. Um, which, which I mean, those seeds were sown back in series four. So yeah. you know, there's no, uh, it hasn't come to any any sort of great shock to anybody. No, but I think it was just the fact it it still doesn't it still doesn't sit right for me that particular ending. So I don't know because I, I can understand why it was picked. If he if he was going to do it, it had to be that was probably about the best point to try it. Because somebody who's had that much of a a scare, really—that's really, really the first. Well, they they say it was that major scare. Yeah, there was that, and there was also the fact that she um, grown up, completely obsessed by what she was told as an imaginary friend, and this being the last night when she wasn't a married woman. Yeah, in her head, I suppose was. If I'm going to do it, this is the last time I can do it without actually breaking my wedding vows. Yeah, it, it just didn't. 
it just seemed a little bit. So, it, I think for a lot of people, and I think for me at the time, it, it was completely just so out of the blue. Out what? of the blue box, no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it just it was just sort of. Um, I don't know. It, even there, it just doesn't. It just doesn't sit right. It was it was a bit too much. I don't know. Uh, I'm not saying I'm. A, I'm a, it, it was it was probably actually quite a lot for a children's program. Yeah, <laughs> looking at it that way. Because especially when you said, "Right, I'm going to get you salted," and that's what yeah. I've been saying to you. You know, yeah. um, it, it was, it was quite because the way she sort of, um, sort of, sort of. You're saying I, I don't old, I don't age, I regenerate, and she's going. I think you've got too long a term view on what I'm proposing. Yes, right. Um, but then she sort of throws herself on the bed. Yeah. In that, um, I suppose you could say, like, "Take me now, doctor." Sort of, uh, sort of pose, but uh, it, uh, yeah, I suppose yeah, you're right. It was quite, quite strong for a children's pro, which I think at yeah. the time, um, sort of garnered a few complaints, didn't it? Um, I can't remember now. Um, no, I mean, I, I, I think they was going to have to tackle it. A, it also gave them the excuse to bring Rory back into it, mm. because it was almost the doctor using it as a defence mechanism. Wanted somebody. Realised he had, he needed Rory there to be to protect him. <laughs> to be honest, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> from Amy, her advances that may come or not, as the case may be. But had also realised that whatever was happening was linked to Amy, so it wasn't just a, a, a simple case for him to turn around now and say, "I think I'd better go." Mm. <laughs> I've, I've obviously made a mistake, and I've come here under the pretense of a coffee. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. It, it just seemed, a, 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 you know, it just seems a bit, a bit of a weird one. Yeah, that one to me. Um... I think it was, it was just really trying to set out the, because because obviously you also had a much younger doctor than you've got normally. Mm. So whereas normally you have got a reasonable age gap yeah. between the doctor and his companions. Yeah. This was the first time when you've got two young, effectively, although obviously she is going out with... I mean, it, where it doesn't sit, it doesn't quite sit with, with the latest... with the, Actually, the Series 6, Amy. Now she's married. Yeah. That scene doesn't sit very well. And I think probably even more now in hindsight looking at it, it doesn't sit that well. Because we're now led to believe that Rory was totally the only person from her for her from a very young age yeah that's it so why she would consider you're doing that that, that particular yeah exactly yeah, yeah. It, for a wedding night yeah I think, I and think leaving that, her ring behind I think that's what makes it Obvi- even... obviously even then you can't even blame it on on still being sort of in shock from the events of the angels because no. she obviously left her Engagement ring behind before she set off. Yeah, it was it was very purposeful, wasn't it? She, you know, that that was what she intended. She, I think, she just intended to have a a, a, a final. It was the last fling, wasn't it? It was a fi- last fling. Yeah, final fling. Yeah. Um, that's what she was going for. That's it. Um, but I think now, because knowing what we know now from like you know um, from series six, it does seem it makes you feel even more sorry for Rory. Yeah. Because she does treat him rather badly, doesn't she? And she does do all the way through, particularly this series, anyway. Yeah. 
probably this series more than um, the uh, six, I think. Mm. I think by six they are very much a couple. Yeah. Um, very much so, yeah. And I suppose, actually, then Amy's choice was the one then to to confirm that view. Yeah. So I suppose, to a certain extent, it had to... They couldn't just ignore the fact that was there uh, any 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 feelings on either side between Amy and the Doctor, because otherwise you don't get the story for Amy's choice. No, you're right. For, yeah, you're right from that point of view. It does sort of set that up a little bit, doesn't it? But um... and this, this sets up the Doctor isn't interested in Amy in that way, so that then it just becomes Amy's. What does Amy want from life? Yeah, but Amy's choice. So, um, which which I'm I'm looking forward to doing that one. Actually, I'm looking forward to watching that again. Um, but unfortunately, I mean, it, it we've fits, got... it fits into the story arc in that sense. Yeah, um, I just think it was probably it could have been less um, in your face, so to speak. You could have rebuffed her at the. Um, Conversation sage, or is that just what women do to me? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't let your bitter experiences cloud your judgment, here, Paul. <laughs> no. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, it's um, but obviously, um, this scene what we're, what we're talking about now. I, I'm sorry to say, I haven't watched the DVD exclusive scene that follows. Um, Amy's attempted seduction of the Doctor. Yeah, um, I have. Yes, now... It, it it doesn't really add <laughs> that much, to be honest. No. Um, it's just supposed to, presumably, the scene, as in once they've got into the... gone into the TARDIS. Yeah. Um, with... where she's... he's saying to her, you know, what made you... what? why have you... Why are you acting like this? And she's saying, you know, you come along and you want to whisk me away. This is mixed signals and mm. everything. And she started, then she realises that obviously she's not the first person that's travelled with him. Oh, because actually what he's saying is, he goes, the reason why he, he takes a companion yeah. is because actually, he's actually stopped noticing things. He stops noticing things. When you've seen he says something like, he goes, when you've seen a star and you've been there at its beginning and you've been there at its end, you don't actually notice how beautiful it is anymore. You stop noticing that. He goes, the only time I notice that is when I see it through your eyes. Ah. Oh. I'll have to watch so this. That's, that's quite a good little scene, actually. Why he takes a companion, why he wants a companion with him. Yeah. It's because, actually, there's nothing new for him. It's actually the, the excitement, the joy he gets from seeing somebody witness something for the first time. Oh, and that's... if you go back to to this episode, when the door reveals the the forest in the spaceship, yeah, and he turns around to Amy and says, "Are you impressed now?" Or something to that extent. Yeah, he something. does. Yeah, he does say something. Yeah, because she. Yeah. Yeah. Then she says five or something, doesn't she? Or yeah, yeah, and whatever. Whatever but it is, yeah, seven or something like that. Seven. It's that seven. Seven. Yeah. Yeah, she goes, I'm fine, doesn't she? No, I mean five, fine. Yeah. 
which is fine. Anyway, but, but that's not the point of this one. No, anyway, so, so that's why he's saying to her, "This is why I take. This is why I've asked you to come with me. It's not because I fancy you or because I want a mate in the TARDIS or whatever. <laughs> um, it's it's just literally because now I've I've stopped. I've seen so much. I've stopped actually taking stuff in. Mm. It's only when other people people around me notice things that I realise what they are. Oh, I wish I've, I'm going to have to watch this now. Uh, it doesn't quite, as you say, it doesn't really add yeah. much to it, but it does explain. And you do get the, the old thing of her, of her asking him about, well, how many other companions have you had? Yeah. Then she realises she's obviously not the first. And, and then she asks how many of them have been women. Yeah. More than 50%. You go, it's oh, a bit more. <laughs> <laughs> so, and she tricks him into. Asking the asking the TARDIS to to show the the previous companions, mm. and so you get a little montage of all the previous previous female companions. What even Dodo? Um, I didn't notice. I wasn't particularly looking at that much. <laughs> but what is interesting actually is he turns round and chastises the TARDIS for showing them. All right. Okay. So another bit to bit the TARDIS not being just the machine. Yeah. Which is obviously, I was going to say a whole series before the Doctor's Wife, but the Doctor's Wife was actually meant to be in series five. It was, it? that's why we got the, the lodger instead. Yeah. 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 <laughs> we'll get round to that one, don't worry. It's <laughs> nice <and speaking> action. <laughs> um, no. Uh, so, and it turns around and goes, oh, you couldn't have shown them the shiny dog. Couldn't have shown her the shiny dog. Um, ah, I'll definitely have to watch this now. Definitely. But, I mean, it, it didn't necessarily add... I mean, that was actually the bit... That I've, I've forgotten about that bit until I started to speak, actually. That was probably the only bit of it that was actually... was the interest, is, is in trying to explain as to actually perhaps why he takes somebody with him. Yeah. It's, not, it's, almost, it's not just to have someone to talk to. It's actually... The joy of showing people is the only joy he tends to get. Yeah, out of the universe so, around him now. Yeah, show show some of the ones of the universe. Yeah, yeah. Ah, that sounds like quite a nice little scene actually. Um, I'm quite I'm quite shocked that I haven't actually I watched it. I usually go through all the the extras with a you know with a fine tooth comb. Yeah. Ah oh, well, I should I should get around actually when I put the uh, when I put the DVD in to to do. Uh, so have a look at next week's episode. I'll uh, I'll give that a look. I think. Yes. Yes. So um, I don't think there's anything else to. I think we're we're both pretty. So yeah, we uh, we haven't changed our opinion on this episode at all. Have we? we both still enjoy it. Yeah. It's it's certainly the best two parter. Yes. If not one of the best of the of the the new series, I think. Um. Yeah, I think you're right, actually. Yeah. I don't yeah. Know. So I, I just realised, did I want to go that far with that statement? Yes, no, no. Probably I did. No, yes. I, no I think you're right. Um, Follow that one, yeah. Yeah, um, because we, we've got another, there's another two-parter yes. to come, isn't there? Um, yes. I don't think I'm going to go that far with that one. No, I'm not either. Not um, unless my opinion, not unless I suddenly see it through with new light, I don't know, because I haven't really watched it since. No, I've, I, it, uh, yeah, I've... Out, so. um, if anyone's wondering what we're talking about, we're talking about the Hungry Earth two-parter, which, yeah. um, 
Yeah, I'd, mm. look, look, don't, 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 don't spoil it for people. I'm not gonna spoil it for people. Yeah, I, I, what I'm gonna say is I'm not, <laughs> I'm not overly looking forward to watching that one again. We may be surprised. Yeah. We may be. Never know. Never know. But, uh, right. Well, let's let's um, let's call time on on this particular one, then, shall we? I think we've yes. uh, I think we've discussed as much as we possibly can hmm. um, in our in our own <laughs> in our own unique way. Um, yes. Yes. So I think we're going to be back next week, aren't we? I I would hope so. I would hope so. Um, now. Next week's one might be a bit noisy because in next weekend in the UK uh, we have this annual um, celebrate a terrorist <laughs> event. Got a bonfire night, um, so it does. The, the the skies of London do tend to get a bit noisy, and already we are like around sort of my neck of the woods. We've already had fireworks going off, um, so people just cannot wait uh, to celebrate the blowing up of Parliament. Or the attempted blowing up of Parliament, I should say. So, um, yeah, so next week's one, I might, I might say we're coming from a war zone, but, but we're not. It's just fireworks. And I, live yeah. in South, I, know we, I know we both live in South East London, but it's not that bad. Yeah. <laughs> I think there's a couple in the summer podcasts we did where we also felt like that as well. Yeah, we did, actually. Well, it was a war zone then, actually. But, <laughs> but um, that's uh, not the reason this time. No, indeed, indeed. So... Until next week, then, we'll be back with... Uh, oh, it's Vampires of Venice next yes, week, isn't it? it is, yes. yes. Um, <laughs> I'm not looking forward to that one either. <laughs> I did really enjoy Vampires of Venice. But... <laughs> uh, okay. Well, we'll go into that. Maybe, as, you, as you say, maybe um, watching it again, I'll, I will see it with with uh, fresh eyes and come to it with a, with a completely new opinion. Yes. Who knows? So... Right, so until next week then, folks, it is goodbye from me, Phil. And goodbye from me, Paul. Goodbye. feedback about the Who's He podcast or about Doctor Who in general, please visit our website which is www.whos-he.co.uk or you can follow us on Twitter by searching username who's underscore he underscore podcast. <laughs>